ready to waste tube. Are you excited? I am excited. Okay, so I want to prepare you properly before we get started. So just, you know, I know you're really stoked to get hooping. So just place your hoop down for a moment and just listen to some words. Okay, so everyone talks about hooping being easy. Now it can be easy, but oftentimes it's very challenging in the beginning. And what seems the easiest hooping on the waist can actually be the most challenging thing you ever do as a hooper. So just know that, that if you have a challenge, you're totally okay, there's nothing wrong with you, you're in good company. Um, and just be patient with yourself, be gentle, breathe, all of those good things. Okay, so let's talk about the physics of hooping. Hooping is very affected by your body alignment. This is why when we get started hooping, you don't want to lean forward, you don't want to lean back, you want to be really nice and straight. So let's just play with your body position. So pretend you're doing Tai Chi. Even if you've never done it, you've probably seen pictures of it. <laughs> and you're just going to stand with nice soft knees, shoulders over hips, and think of bringing your solar plexus in and up so that your abs are gently engaged. Now at first it's going to make you go <gasps> And you're going to be really tense, you're going to stop breathing, <laughs> okay? That's normal too. So find that position and then just feel like you can just relax in that position. And it'll take time, so, you know, be gentle with yourself. If you're not sure um, if you're in the right position, it's helpful to have some kind of a mirror close by that you can just kind of, you know, take a little check and, and see. Oftentimes we feel straight and we're not actually because we all walk around a little crooked. Okay, so Tai Chi, shoulders over hips, over knees, nice soft knees. <sighs> All right, let's talk about a common misconception. Now, it's pretty easy to, to assume that you have to move in a circle because the hoop is circular, but the action that keeps the hoop up is actually a linear push, either side to side or front to back. So if you move in a circle, the hoop's probably just gonna slow down and fall. So let's keep that push linear. I think you're ready. So let's step in our hoops. You're gonna hold the hoop like it's a clock. If that's 12, you're gonna hold it at five and seven with six gently pressed to your lower back. And then place one foot in front. It doesn't matter which foot is in front, probably the first one that you naturally put in front is gonna be the right one for you. Uh, you can always switch if it feels funny. All right, so now we're taking that Tai Chi position, shoulders over hips over feet, knees gently bent. And the first push is gonna be forward. And then we're gonna go front to back. You guys ready? I know you're psyched, you just can't wait. You're probably already hooping now and I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm just gonna assume that you're still with me. So the first push is gonna be across your belly. I'm bringing my belly out to meet my hand and my hand to meet my belly, making sure the hoop is parallel to the floor, straight across my body, and then front to back. Nice. Remember to keep your uh, solar plexus in and up so your abs are engaged, shoulders are still relaxed, and you're pushing front to back. So when you feel the hoop on your belly, push forward. When you feel it on your back, push back. And that will give you the timing. So you may or may not have noticed, but when you first spun the hoop, it went either to the left or to the right. That is gonna be your first direction or your natural direction. It's good to hoop both directions, but it's gonna feel a little bit like riding with your left hand if you're right-handed. It's gonna feel a little funny. So this is my second direction to the right. Over practice, over time, you will definitely be able to even out. It's very rare that you are uh, 
it's very rare that anyone is directly ambihoopstress. <laughs> and yes, I made that word up. <laughs> but it's important to know which way you go because that's going to affect which hand you use for all of the moves that we're going to learn on this DVD. So make sure that you look down and just see which direction it went. If it went to the left or to the right. There you go. All right, let's talk about dropping your hoop. Oh my God, the world didn't end. It's fantastic. It's so funny to me, being a teacher for so many years, to see how serious people get about dropping their hoop. And I have a secret to tell you, okay? No matter how good you get, you could be flying through the air in Cirque du Soleil with your hoop, you are still gonna drop your hoop if you're pushing your boundaries. So if you wanna play it safe and just never grow, then, you know, cool, be really intense about not dropping your hoop. But if you wanna grow and progress and, you know, be in your full hoop potential, then, you know, you might as well just get over dropping your hoop now. So crash it on the ground, you could like, you know, kick it if you want, <laughs> be gentle, um, and just, you know, just accept it, because it, it's funny, you know, the hoop drops and you go, oh my God, I'm terrible, and it means so much about you, but it means nothing whatsoever, except that you're pushing your boundaries, and that's a good thing. Pick that hoop back up. <laughs> this, that's the important part, actually. Doesn't matter if you drop your hoop, but if you pick it back up, that means you're still in the game, and that is the most positive thing you could possibly do. Okay, so now we're over that. I'm so glad you got over that so quickly. <laughs> Okay, so you're still with me, and I know even though you've, you know, totally released dropping the hoop as a bad thing, you still want to know how to recover the hoop, right, if it starts to fall. So let's go over some recovery methods. The first one, as the hoop starts to kind of roll down, is to bend at the knees and kind of push your butt out. And it kind of scoops it right back up. So bend the knees, keep your upper body upright so you don't want to lean forward. Bend the knees and kind of scoop your butt out to one side. And oftentimes that'll grab it. Let's see if I can mimic that. So you're kinda, it's gonna look funny, but it's good for your ego. Yay. <laughs> Get ridiculous, it's good for you. Okay, so another one involves turning. So you're gonna turn and kind of sweep your butt around. And it's gonna look just like that. <laughs> you're gonna turn and sweep your butt probably to the back. And that'll sometimes grab the edge of the hoop and, and bring it back up. Uh, that's another recovery method. And ultimately the best thing to do is to just completely let your body go. Wiggle, dip, dive, get a little crazy as long as, long as you stretch properly first. <laughs> and just cut loose because that is probably almost more beneficial than even just the hooping is, you know, we tend to hold ourselves so static in our lives, you know, sitting at the desk, driving, all those things. And it's so good for you to just get weird and get crazy and, you know, go for it. And oftentimes you'll find your own recovery method that's particular to your body. So when in doubt, just go crazy. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Moving on. We have the hoop going on the waist and that is fantastic. So we wanna get a little deeper with our understanding of what is actually going on here so that we can get you to actually dancing with the hoop, which is the ultimate goal is to have freedom of body movement through the hoop. So close your eyes. Go ahead. I know you're still looking at me. I can feel it. <laughs> okay, I'll close my eyes. How's that? Close your eyes. And I want you to feel where on your body you are pushing the hoop the most. It's going to be two points directly opposite each other. See if you can feel that. These two points at first are going to be directly affected by where your feet are. 
So my feet right now are parallel to each other, which puts the widest part of my body here and here. And that makes the points on either side of my body and the push side to side. My knees are still softly bent, but I'm pushing side to side. So in our starting position with one leg in front, it puts the widest part of our bodies on a diagonal. So that places the points here in the front and back here in the back, directly through the body on a diagonal. All right, now switch to the other leg. It could feel really funny if you haven't hooped with this leg forward yet. Nice, and now that puts the points on the other side. Good. So part of dancing is being able to fluidly move from point to point to point with no change in the rotation of your hoop, in how uh, parallel it is or its plane, and its speed. So this is a good little exercise. We're gonna do this a lot in the practices, and they're called point switches. So you're just switching point to point to point, and the game is to try to keep the hoop in the same place in space while your legs are moving around underneath it. Nice. All right, you guys are doing fantastic. I can feel it, I'm connected to all the hoop vibrations in the world, so I can feel it. <laughs> okay, so in recap, make sure that your body's nice and upright, knees are soft, shoulder over hips, solar plexus drawn in and up, and that you're really relaxed. You wanna keep a nice perpendicular relationship between your body and the hoop. That's the way you'll get the best flow. Remember to push front to back if your legs are like so with one leg in front, or side to side if your feet are parallel to each other. That's gonna keep you the most in flow with your hoop. Very often, you're gonna find yourself getting really frustrated, okay? And this is normal. So I use a little technique, I just call it checking in. And you can actually do this all throughout your day because it'll really come in handy to increase your calm, your peace, and just getting you out of your head. So all it is, it's very simple, all it is is just kind of literally checking in. Just stopping, going, wait a minute, okay, what am I feeling right now? Am I feeling frustrated? Why is that? You can kind of really learn a lot about yourself through that process. So check in, if you're feeling frustrated, fine, just accept it, try to breathe through it, let it go. And a good re-anchor is to really focus on whatever is pleasurable in the moment. It may not be hooping on your waist because you may be in a challenge. It could be something else. It could be sunny outside. You could like your music. Your dog could be laying there. Maybe you love your dog. I do, I love my dog. <laughs> so whatever it is, find something pleasurable in the moment to kind of re-anchor yourself and then move from there. Everything flows better when you're feeling good. So whenever you're feeling frustrated, just stop. It's okay to stop. You're not gonna lose anything by stopping. And the last thing is, is just smile, have fun, put on your favorite music and rock out. That's where you're gonna really find your own unique flow separate from what anybody in the world could possibly teach you. And that's when I get excited for what you're gonna teach me. All right, have fun and I will see you in the hoop. Troubleshooting the waist. If you're having a hard time, it's okay. You're in good company. Most everyone has a challenge in the beginning. So here's a few things to make sure that you're doing. And if I was in front of you, it would be a lot easier because I could look at you. But because I'm not, you're going to have to look at yourself. <laughs> so go try to find a full-length mirror if you can, if you have the room, and hoop in front of it and just notice a few things. So a common thing that a lot of people do is just standing out of alignment. If you're putting too much weight on the front leg, 
then that's going to make it so that you don't have very much range of motion to the forward push. So you may be pushing very far back, but not really getting that forward push. So make sure that your weight is on more on the back leg and that your knees are, again, softly bent so you can move front to back. Another thing that could be going on is if you're pushing back first instead of forward. And that one looks really funny. I'll show you what that looks like. Whoa. So if you can see that, basically I was moving away from the hoop instead of into the hoop. So if you think of the, the push as one motion, so I'm letting the hoop go and going forward into the hoop all at once, straight like that. If you get that first roll, that sensation of the hoop rolling on your belly, then you're dialed. So just go for that, even just staying simple. Get that first roll and then think about going front to back. Another one that some people can do often is lifting the hoop. And that, the key, the, the clue that you're doing that one is if the hoop wobbles and just falls straight to the ground, like something like that. <laughs> it's probably because you're lifting the hoop on one side. So make sure that you're just using your arms. You don't have to do this big wind up. You're just doing your arms straight, as much in a parallel plane as possible across your body, straight across. Now the hoop is a circle, right? So oftentimes in the beginning we think we have to move in a circle. Now when, once you become an accomplished hooper, like I know you will, you can slow down the hoop by rolling in a circle. So that, that's actually pretty difficult to do. In the beginning if you do this, what happens is the hoop will slow down and kind of gradually fall to the ground. So if that's happening for you, make sure you're moving in a linear line, either straight front to back if your feet are like so, straight front to back, or straight side to side, like so. It feels weird because you think, oh, it's, you know, it's a hoop, it's circular, it should be flowing, but at first it really is important to be very linear in your movement. Okay, one other technique that you can play with is turning. So if all these things aren't working, try turning in the same direction as your hoop, as you hoop, sometimes that can give your body a little extra time to figure the motion out and kind of get it going. Okay, this one's really fun because it shows you're really excited. If you're really working really hard and you're just going for it and you're sweating and the hoop is still hitting the ground, you're probably just over-efforting. Now this is a moment where you might think to yourself, wow, hmm, where else do I do that in my life? Wow, I really try too hard in a lot of things. So yay, you've just learned yourself a little bit better, right? So if you're doing that, if you're just sweating and you're pushing really hard, just try to relax a little. You can take a deep breath, relax, try to half-time your movement. Most likely you probably are doing the right movement, but you're just going a little too fast and putting a little too much yang in there. So just slow down and relax a little bit. If all of these things are still not making the difference for you, you could be having some kind of mental story of some sort. And this could be anything from, you know, you're too old, you're too fat, you're too young, you're too skinny, whatever, whatever your story is. And oftentimes that can really get in the way of our success. So this is where checking in is really important. Checking with yourself. This is like, you know, the therapy part of, of hoop dance. It can really uh, help you kind of get to know yourself better and also have the success you're looking for. See you on the dance floor, see you on the dance floor. <laughs>